Welcome into the CSS DFS podcast. Today's show is presented by Geico. Switch to Geico and see all the ways that you could save Daniel Dopp. Mike Clay here breaking down what is our final CSS DFS mm-hmm. of the year, Mike. I can't believe it. All right. I feel like we just started I know. the season and here we are. All the way through the playoffs to the Sur- Super Bowl I know. episode. It's going to be a little different here, right? We're doing showdown captain. We usually do just your normal standard lineups. It's going to be a little different, but we're going to preview this whole game. And it's going to be a lot of fun for me because... I, of course, am our resident Philadelphia Eagles fan That's right. on the podcast, uh, but also a big fan of the history of the NFL. And I've always been a fan of the Chiefs as well, going back to their Dallas Texan uh, days, Hank Stram, Len Dawson, uh, the Hunts, of course, the trophy named after them. So um, this is awesome. And not to mention Andy Reid and the yep. Kelseys. It's going to be a lot of fun. So looking forward to uh, previewing this game. Absolutely. I am totally with you. Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes. It's really going to be exciting to talk about both of these guys mm-hmm. and what they can do with this team. Really quickly, for last week, I nope. did... Let's not talk uh, about that. Well, all right. How about Cheeseheads came up? <laughs> they were the winner. Oh, I cannot believe that. Cheeseheads, Cheeseheads with heads. lots of threes in Please. there. Please. As if I needed that. 146.04 was our winner for last week's DFS contest. Join our free league, our last one of the year over mm-hmm. at DraftKings. Free to enter. Follow at NFL. I am at Daniel Dopp. Our good buddy Al Zeidenfeld is not with us right now. Why? Because his son David had a bar mitzvah mm-hmm. earlier in the week or over last weekend. And Al had a really good time. <laughs> Are a lot of fun. To the point that he's not on the show today. That's how good of a time he had. His voice is still working its way back. He's totally fine, but it's just he's really hoarse right now. So we're taking over for Al. I'm going to give out his tournament picks, but obviously Al is with us all season long too. Mm-hmm. So we just want to say thank you so much to everything that you have done for us, Al. We love you and follow everything that he does. Smizzle.tv slash links for everything that is Al Zeidenfeld. All of his DFS, his card opening, his video games, everything mm-hmm. else that he does. Go check it out there. Yeah, he's the best, and we have his lineup here, right? Yes, so we, we do. can drop that we'll at the end. We'll just we'll just uh, deliver it for him since we have working voices. Yes, right. <laughs> and for now, let's use those working voices to talk right, about this game, Mike. Uh, we'll split it up into how about positional groups for each team when we yeah, do this. Yeah, by the way, uh, we should point out, you know, if you haven't done showdown captain, right, you get a captain slot, you get 1.5 times the price. You have to pay 1.5 the pricing, and then uh, you get 1.5 the points for your captain, right? So we'll talk through some options and directions you might want to go with your captain. Um, and then you have five, of course, essentially flex spots. You can put anyone in there and including quarterbacks kick including quarterbacks, but also kickers and defenses, both yep. of them this week. So it's a little of a, a bit of a unique situation here but you can get a little little chaotic with this a little have a little fun put kind of a dart throw in there if you're in a tournament setting you kind of need to do that to separate yourself so yeah again we're going to talk about the main guys that you're going to be thinking about but also some of those long shot players all right so let's start with the quarterback position mm-hmm. because these two guys you're basically talking about the two mvp candidates for the season right jalen hurts and patrick mahomes their price is so close with each other mm-hmm. which one do you like or do you want to go a specific direction or do you think that you could build a build with both of these quarterbacks you certainly can again you want to get creative here you have to do something different if you're in a tournament setting if you're just if i'm just trying to beat you i'm going to put a quarterback in my captain spot for sure because they have the highest floor and obviously the highest ceiling not to mention these are two of the best quarterbacks in fantasy you can go that direction for sure uh, look, they're $200 apart in pricing. Hertz is a little higher, uh, which isn't shocking considering how good he's been. But uh, you basically just want to decide how you want to stack and which direction you want to go. If go you ahead. notice that these prices, too, if you don't play showdown, if this is your first time, yeah. they're higher than what mm-hmm. a, a regular slate would be, which is why Patrick Mahomes is 11,000 and Jalen Hurts is 11,200. Exactly. So. Exactly. So, uh, you know, in the case of Hertz, I mean, 
look, there's a lot to like. I don't have to get into all the details about how many rushing touchdowns he has, like almost one per game, and how productive he's been in fantasy. His point totals have been ridiculous. But keep this in mind. The Chiefs, during the regular season, allowed the most passing touchdowns in the NFL. Uh, I also thought this was interesting. 76% of the quarterbacks that faced them were above their season average. Otherwise, against the Chiefs, that's highest in the NFL. So they were arguably worst against quarterbacks in the NFL. Part of that is game script. They're ahead. Often teams have to throw to catch up, but it's also efficiency. So it is, you know, just all things considered. I mean, it's a good matchup on top of everything else here for Jalen Hurts. So I would give him an edge in terms of value here at $200 more. Obviously, you know, Mahomes at 11K, no problem there. If you decide, look, I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. You know, Mahomes will throw for 350, three touchdowns. I'm going to build a stack around him with the receiver and, and Travis Kelsey. That's fine. You could throw Mahomes in your captain, and it's fine. It just depends how you want to design uh, your lineup. I will say one more note on Mahomes, though. Only 16 yards and six carries in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We're worried a little bit about his health there. Could that be a limiting factor? Just something to keep in mind uh, when you're thinking about upside here for these two options. Yeah, absolutely. And I asked you last week when we were talking about this with the Eagles game, obviously we talked about the Eagles secondary all season long being mm-hmm. one of the better secondaries in that wide receiver cornerback matchup. But you got Patrick Mahomes and this entire Chiefs offense, or entire, yes, entire Chiefs offense. Is there anything from this that you, know, you think Patrick Mahomes or the secondary, we got to give pause to any of these skill position players? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, the Eagles have allowed the fewest passing yards per game, 199 per game and the lowest yards per pass attempt to quarterbacks this season, including the two playoff games. You look at the schedule. Yes, it's not super intimidating, right? But this is, that's kind of been the, the uh, anti Eagles argument and it's going to be for the next week and a half, which is the schedule has been so easy, but it's not like they're scraping by, right? They're just Mm -hmm. crushing everyone. They play like every week this season Two of their losses were without Jalen hurts. They lost one game with him. I mean, uh, and that was to Washington, of course, that, that random game, uh, you know, their defense is legit on paper. I mean, they have the pass rush. They have the interior defensive line, good linebacker play. The safeties are healthy with Gardner Johnson there now. I mean, they have the obviously the perimeter corner plays terrific. Ante Maddox is back in the slot. I mean, they have the personnel. So this really is yeah. a legit defense. I don't expect them to hold Mahomes to 199 yards, right? Their average this season. He's obviously in a different level than a lot of guys they face, but uh, it is a tough matchup. Whereas it's probably easier for Hertz. It's certainly tougher here for Patrick Mahomes. For Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Really interesting. I, I love both of these quarterbacks. I think you can you could play either one of them. I like the idea of trying to fit both of them in there based on how That's good safe both way of to them go. are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're doing a, again, you're just playing your buddy and it's a head to head or a 50, 50, you want to mean the 50 double up, percentile. something like that. Yeah. If you're in that sort of situation, you want to get both of the quarterbacks in your lineup. That's a safe way to go. But again, a lot of people are going to do that anyway. So if you want to differentiate yourself and be in the, you know, the 99th percentile and win a tournament, you are have to do something different. That probably means fading one of these two guys, All not right, so- both. Not both, but one, of, but one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the running backs then, because this okay. is another spot where you can maybe find some differentiation because I think the the Eagles certainly have a ton of guys mm. that they use. And there's one that obviously stands out the most because Miles Sanders is just the name. But is he the obvious one you want to go with when you look at potential value for this slate? Yeah, this is tough because game script has you don't say this about playoff games often, right? I mean, the Eagles have won, what, 31 to seven and 34 to seven, I believe that were the score or something like that. Game script was a big deal, and Miles Sanders didn't get as much run as he normally does. Now, he had two touchdowns last week. Before that, nine or fewer DraftKings points in five straight games. Uh, He hasn't had a multi-target game since week 14. I mean, we're going to talk about the uh, Chiefs running backs in a second. Sanders is the highest-priced running back, and without a, a passing game there and with his kind of inconsistent output, 
makes him a little bit risky for sure. Um, we have seen a lot of Kenny Gainwell yeah, in the have. playoffs. Uh, zero double-digit touch games in the regular season. He now has two in the playoffs. Uh, 29 carries, 195 yards, and a touchdown in the two playoff games so far. That is big-time volume. Huge. But again... Game script, a factor. They're blowing teams out. They don't need Sanders on the field. Also, Boston Scott has a touchdown in three straight games, but only has 21 touches. So I'd be hesitant about Gainwell and Scott to some extent. But I mean, if the Eagles are behind in this game or it's close, we could see more Gainwell in the passing game because they don't use Sanders there. So pick your spot. I think any of the if you're looking for a dart throw and you want to say, look, I need to do something unique to everyone else. Boston Scott. Gainwell, I think Gainwell might be too popular just because of what he's done in the playoffs. Sure. That could be kind of tricky because we expect this to be a better game, but you know, maybe Boston Scott's a dart throw option for a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, with what it is that he has been doing and the way that this offense utilizes both the running backs and Jalen Hurts inside the five, as long as you know they continue to do that, you'd think that at least one of these running backs mm-hmm. is going to get in the end zone. It's always the question of which one who's on the field How do I throw at, the dart. Yeah. 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 They don't really care who it is. It's just a matter of when they get near the goal line, who's on the field yep. to score that touch. And I will say this though, the chiefs actually really good against running backs. They've only allowed six touchdowns, six rushing touchdowns to running backs this season. Wow. Very good. They don't allow much volume on the ground. Again, teams are chasing them, right? Sure. But they have been crushed through the air against running backs. So again, that pushes you maybe a little bit towards Gainwell. So you're seeing why this is complicated, yeah. right? Uh, we've been kind of tricked in terms of playing time by the the game script in the playoffs. But at the same time, uh, this matchup sets it better for a pass catching running back. And the Eagles haven't done a ton of that. All right. Well, let's talk about the Chiefs running backs, because I'm thinking about we watched the game last week. Oh, man, what a what a head scratcher. We were talking about I was like pass catching running backs. I've got some Jarek McKinnon. I need some Jarek McKinnon. You know who's out there catching all the passes? Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah, what a curveball. What happened there? So when you're looking at these two running backs this week, $7,200 for Pacheco, $6,800 now for Jarek mm-hmm. McKinnon. Is there one that you prefer or that you feel stronger about based mm-hmm. on what you've seen in this playoff? Yeah, it's tough because, I mean, coming into last week, to your point, Pacheco never had more than three targets in a game. Yeah. He doubled that up. He had six targets yep. in that game. Uh, that was infuriating. What? That was yeah, infuriating. Of course, of course it was. I mean, he outsnapped McKinnon 37 to 26. You know, it was at least 85 yards in both of the playoff games. But, you know, he, you know, even with the big target game last week, he has never cleared 16.2 DraftKings points in a week, right? So it makes you wonder, like, does he have the ceiling I want in a in a showdown captain sort of setting? I mean, maybe he does now because he's getting more passing game involvement, but I'd be a little worried about that being a little bit fluky for sure. Um, you know, Jarek McKinnon only had six touches last week. He has 43 yards and 17 touches in the playoffs. He's certainly not doing what he did last season, but... Again, it wouldn't shock me at all if McKinnon came out and was the lead back. You know, yeah. it just it just wouldn't because they keep going back and forth. So um, I don't love either guy. I think either way, it's a dart throw just because we don't know how the Chiefs are going to deploy these guys. Um, I do have uh, McKinnon projected just a hair above Pacheco, but it's basically a toss up. McKinnon probably a little bit be- better value just because he's four hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah, I'm looking at it as a Pacheco and just as a part of this, right? Looking at these running backs, and I don't. It doesn't really feel like any of these running backs are by any even close to a lock to hit that bonus. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about it, you know, Isaiah Pacheco only hit 100 rushing yards once this mm-hmm. year, right? That, that wasn't a big thing. And none of these other guys across the board, Miles Sanders, I don't see getting a bonus. You're not, you're not talking about pass catching bonuses from these running backs. So you're looking at who is going to be involved and how much volume can you get from mm-hmm. them? It feels like I kind of just want to fade the running backs altogether. Yeah. Is that a fair, I, like a fair strategy? For sure. I mean, I don't think anyone would be shocked if this game is like 35, 32, it's just and it's throwing. just passing, passing, and you're just not getting much out of the running games other than probably, you know, Jalen Hurts, certainly. 
Uh, as we talked about, probably not a lot out of Patrick Mahomes. Maybe you just get a rushing touchdown here or there, but you might not see a lot of volume uh, in the running game. Keep this in mind, too. Um, I'm going to, uh, we're taping this on Thursday, correct? Later today, I'm going to hop on daily wager to talk about some props for this game. And one of the things I talked about in there is the Eagles offensive scheme, which is that they are by far the run heaviest team in the league in the fourth quarter because they're ahead they're often. They've yeah. been ahead more than any other team. They've been uh, majority of their snaps. I think it's like 56% of the time they've been ahead when they've had the ball on offense. It's highest in the NFL. But if you look at the first three quarters, they're the 10th pass heaviest team in the NFL. They come out of the gates throwing the football and we expect this to be a competitive game. What's the line? One and a half. You know, we expect this to be a close game, not the blowout wins that they've had all season and been able to run the ball. Uh, so there is opportunity for them uh, to throw. They are. They do lean toward pass, despite what you might think. And we and the Chiefs, obviously, during the Mahomes era, extremely pass heavy. So to your point, could see a lot of uh, wide receiver tight end involvement here and certainly a lot of Hurts and Mahomes throwing the football. Yeah, so let's dive into that because mm-hmm. I think when you look at these wide receivers, the two questions, if you start with the Eagles, questions are, are you going to roll with A.J. Brown or are you going to roll with Devonta Smith? Oh, that's, that's the uh, interesting question because believe it or not, since week two, remember week one, Devontae Smith had a bad game and he just got blown out of the water with A.J. Brown in terms of targets. It was like 13 to three or something. Since that game, Devontae Smith has more targets than A.J. Brown. I think that would surprise people, but yep. they basically have two number one receivers, right? They're both outstanding. Uh, A.J. Brown does cost you a little more, 9,200. Smith is 60 or 8,600. Uh, look, Brown, quiet in the playoffs so far, but again, they haven't had to throw it a lot. 50 yards on 14 targets so far. He had an open go route that Jalen Hurts just missed him on last he game, did. too. He did. That's exactly exactly right. And before that, he was great, right? Before the playoffs, he had 95-plus yards in four straight games. Huge target volume. He's fine. As for Smith, again, uh, only 36 yards on three targets last week. Not worried about it. They were, you know, they wanted to run the ball. They wanted to run the clock out. The Niners didn't have their quarterback. Uh, so he didn't, you know, wasn't super productive, but he had five plus catches in his prior seven games was averaging just a hair under 22 DraftKings points per game. So, uh, he has been, uh, fantastic, right? So I'm not, I'm not worried about either of these guys. You could fit one in probably not doing both. I mean, you want to get creative. Maybe you're doing Hertz, Smith, Brown, and something like, that, like but that. Yeah. Then you're going to have to do some fading elsewhere, including a guy like Travis Kelsey. Uh, so either one's fine. Um, where it gets interesting probably here is looking for a punt play, right? Yeah. And who's the guy that could just. No one's going to have in their lineup and could catch a random touchdown. And that could be someone like Quez Watkins. Only has one target in the playoffs, so it's risky, but he's known for just showing up with a 52-yard touchdown. And Zach Pascoe has played a little bit more in the last few weeks, uh, four targets in his last seven games. So again, these are dart throws, but Watkins is 1,400. Pascal is 800, right? So yeah. if you fill out your lineup with five good players and you just want to punt, it's it could be one of those guys. So just name seven in your back pocket. They're the only receivers from the Eagles you're considering. Absolutely the only ones. When you look at the Chiefs, I feel like we've got 100 wide receivers that we're considering, and I don't mm-hmm. feel confident in any of them, except Agreed. for the one that isn't actually a wide receiver, and his name is Travis Kelsey. So if you're looking <laughs> at one of the wide receivers... Yeah, how are you breaking down all of this? Because we got Kadarius Tony, you got Mikul Hardman, you got MVS, you got Juju Smith-Schuster, you got Justin Watson, you got Sky Moore. Mm-hmm. That's what, six, seven different guys. Yeah, well, a bunch of guys were hurt in the last game, so we have to first of all see who's going to be but active for here. this game. So yeah. keep in mind, we might not know until ninety minutes before the game for sure who we're thinking about here. If a guy like Justin Watson is out or Kadarius Tony is out, so keep that in mind. Um, I will say this about MVS. He's coming off the big game, one hundred and sixteen yards and a touchdown. That might lean to more people utilizing him. I'm a little worried about that. I mean, again, everyone was hurt, and so they had to feature him. Uh, he had eight targets in that game. That matched his season high. He was under 12 drafting points 
in nine straight games mm -hmm. before this one when, he, again, he was forced into that larger role. There were times where he was being outsnapped by Justin Watson. Like, he was going the wrong direction. Maybe the big game leads to a more featured role uh, here in the Super Bowl. But again, he's going to spend a lot of time on the perimeter. It's a big change, right? He's going to yep. see James Bradbury and Darius Slay. That is going to be uh, super tough. So that's MVS. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, one target last week, under six drafting his points and under 40 yards in five straight games. He has disappeared Brutal. from this offense. Theoretically, he should be in an advantage with this matchup against this Eagles scheme where they're so good on the outside. Maybe uh, they utilize him more in the slot. Uh, it's still five straight games of getting almost nothing out of him though how confident do you feel being able to throw him into your lineup like that's the that's the play with juju i know but this is i mean it's a showdown there's a little bit, little bit more of a lottery aspect so when everybody's down on him maybe this is your chance to to strike on juju at 5600 again 600 less than uh mvs here so i'm, gonna, I'm what about michael hardman because like i would yeah. almost rather think about okay michael hardman's coming back i feel mm -hmm. like he's been healthy like this is a guy and part of this is right or wrong, the emotional hedge of, I haven't seen Miko Hardman be bad. Mm -hmm. And I've watched all of these other wide receivers in spite of being awesome wide receivers at different times, not be good in recent weeks. So like, does Miko give you any kind of, you know, good yeah. feelings, positive I think, vibes? I think that in a, certainly in a normal tournament here, I probably want one of Hardman or Kadarius Tony and looking, you know, uh, Hardman only played 14 snaps last week. Remember he was out for a while. It was like yes, almost was. two months, four touches on 14 snaps is pretty good. He also has five touchdowns in his last in his prior three games. So he was really heating up uh, prior to that injury. Uh, he's the kind of guy that could have a rushing and a receiving touchdown or two rushing touchdowns, you know? Absolutely. So uh, he's an option for, for sure at 4,800, but Kadarius Stoney again, got hurt again. It's like the 12th time that's happened. He played four snaps. He had two touches, right? They were trying to get the ball in his hand. So if he is active, that's an interesting wild card and people are going to be scared off by his injury issues. So um, I think that's it though. I mean, otherwise, you know, it depends on if guys are out. Like Sky Moore played 38 snaps last week and at six targets. You're only using him if a couple of these other guys are out for this yep. game, including Juju, got, who got hurt in that game. Uh, he did he did play a lot. You know, he only had one target. He played a lot in that game, but he ended up getting injured. Obviously, Hardman was limited. Kadarius Tony, I mentioned, left injured. So Sky Moore played a lot. Uh, Justin Watson missed that game. Uh, he has... He's hit double-digit DraftKings points once this season. It was in week two. So I know he plays a lot of snaps, but not a guy I'm thinking too much about. Again, no more than a punt. You're hoping for all, a random touchdown. That's it. Uh, and Marcus Kemp, I mean, he's 200. You know, if a bunch of these guys are out, he's got, he's going to cost you 200 out of your 50K. I mean, like yep. nothing. Uh, only one target last week. Played 10 snaps in the regular season. He was forced into action by all of these injuries. That's just a guy to file away in, in case a bunch of these guys are out. But I don't think he's going to see the field in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that would be a, you're going to have to go through a lot of guys in order to get to some of them. But this is part of it, right? This is part mm -hmm. of why we talk about it now. Again, 90 minutes to kick off. We find out who's actually yeah. out and then some values might start popping for us. So that's why we have this conversation now. You got it. We also got Travis Kelsey. This one should be fairly quick. 10,600. But Travis Kelsey yeah. is Travis Kelsey. <laughs> is it easy? Was was it easy for you to find a way to fit him into your little foreshadowing into your lineup? Yeah, this week? I, I want to get him in there. I will. There's two ways to look at this. First of all, is how good he has been. I mean, he had 20.8 DraftKings points last week. That is his worst showing in his last eight playoff. What games. a scrub. 20.8. 28.6 per game in his last eight playoff games. Oh my he gosh. has been uh, incredible. Uh, nine touchdowns during that span, almost 12 targets. When the playoffs roll around, Al has talked about this the last couple of weeks. When the playoffs roll around, there's no more messing around for the Chiefs. They get the ball to Travis Kelsey. However, and again, it is Travis Kelsey. He is on another level, but the Eagles, very good against tight ends. 70-plus yards allowed to 
zero tight ends this season, only three touchdowns outstanding against that okay, position. But how but they, good were the tight ends they played? They played some good ones. They, they certainly did. All right. Uh, not, but did they play Travis Kelsey? No. no, they did not. And he is on another <laughs> level. So maybe that knocks a few points off Kelsey's total. Maybe he has six catches instead of eight, but it's Travis Kelsey, yeah. right? I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. Is there anybody else there within that? Oh, yeah. We talk about a bunch of those okay. pass catchers. Is there a secondary tight end? There is. Again, we're looking for those Hail Mary dart throws Value. to fill out your yep. lineup in the flex. A guy who could just catch a random touchdown and you and he's in 5% of lineups and it helps you get over the top. You need to do that uh, in showdown captain. You got two. You can go either way here. You can go with Noah Gray, uh, 35 routes run in the playoffs and has three targets, had one touchdown in the regular season. Not super appealing, but again, He's at least going to have the ball thrown his way probably once or twice. You have a shot there. He's 1,200. And then Jody Fortson was on IR for a long time, came back last week, played 14 snaps. He had a pair of touchdowns in the playoffs. Both of them were early in the season. But again, he's only going to cost you 200, and he's going to be out there on the field a little bit. Should play probably a little more this week than than he did last week. That's a guy that they're going to look to, or he's at least going to be running around near the goal line. When I was going to say, there. yeah, that could be a guy that catches a random touchdown at 200. He, he scores at 200. Again, no, very few people are going to have him. That's going to be huge. So that's a, a guy to know as well. One catch for two yards gives you at, like that overpays that $200 price point. Yeah. That one it, touchdown for two yards overpays mm-hmm. that oh, by so sure. much. Sure. Uh, from the tight end position, I'm also very much in on Dallas Goddard as, Goddard as long as Jalen Hurts is under center because with Jalen Hurts as mm-hmm. his quarterback, Dallas Goddard has been pretty fantastic. Yeah, 20... 20- 20% target share in one of the best offenses in the NFL at tight end is going to be is going to be hugely productive. Uh, he's been over 20% in both playoff games. Again, uh, Jalen Hurts hasn't reached 25 pass attempts in either game because they haven't had to throw. Had they had he thrown it 40 times in a different game script and Goddard had target shares over 20%, he would have huge box score mm-hmm. lines. So feel really good about him. Uh, the Chiefs, by the way, nine touchdowns to tight ends during the regular season. That was fifth most. They've been exposed there a little bit as well. Uh, whereas we like some of the secondary tight ends for the Chiefs, I do not for the Eagles. These guys just aren't going to see the ball much. Dak Stoll, you may recall, if you watched that game closely last week, had a target. That was his first in five games. They just don't throw to that position at all. You're talking about a look. Jacksonville six hundred. I talked about Jody Fortson at two hundred. I'd rather go. You'd Fortson, rather go Fortson, right? Yeah. I mean, I just there you've. I, I you have a lot of hail mary options here. I don't think Jack Stoll's the one. Is the one, one to go, with. Want to go yeah. with here. I'm with you on that. All right. So we talked about obviously quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, all the normal stuff, but. It's not just defenses like we talked about that you can play on this show on slate. There's also kickers that you're pairing with that. So let's talk about both kickers and defenses here and how you factor them into a showdown slate because their ceiling is considerably lower, right? But at the same time, you, it does feel like you might have potentially a higher floor than Mm -hmm. what you're, if you pay $1,600 for a guy, there was an absolute chance. You just get a, a, flat zero for that person. Yeah, just weave these guys in however you want. I mean, kicker's kind of random for sure, but if the Eagles keep struggling to, to score, they get to the end zone, he might have a big Jake Elliott game. Maybe yep. he kicks four field goals, and that's how you win showdown this week. So uh, I have Elliott. He's at 4,200. Harrison Bucker's at 4,000. I actually have Butker projected for about a point and a half more, but either way, you know, tell a story. You know, same thing with the defenses, right? The Eagles are priced $200 more. I have the Chiefs with a slightly higher uh, projection uh, in this one, just based on, you know, Mahomes doesn't take many sacks. Eagles are good there, but uh, Mahomes rarely gets sacked. Hurts does more so. So that's kind of why the point totals work out that way. But you have to tell a story, right? Maybe your story is that the Eagles take on a, a, a Chiefs team that's too good. And, and, you know, this is the best team they played this season and they struggle. And the final score is, 29 to 12 chiefs or something like that. Right. 
Chiefs defense, right? And maybe you use Jake Elliott because they settle for a lot of field goals. And then you go Kelsey, Mahomes, and Juju. You know, yep. probably you probably want to pick a team you think is going to win. You have four of them and two of the other team. That's yep. usually how I'm going to try to, to design it. So you just got to sit there, close your eyes, tell a story how the game's going to go, come up with something a not super wild, not like you're not starting uh, Jack Stoll and Jody Fortson, right? But tell a story in your head, build a lineup around that. And if it follows suit with that, you're going to have an edge and you're going to win some money. In my story, Boston Scott returned the kickoff, opening kickoff for a touchdown. I just <laughs> I, as a that. fan, I like that story. I uh, I have opening kickoff for a touchdown at plus 10,000 right now. So no I, way. Yeah. So I decided, right. I, well, you know, what's why not throw $2 on, on it? See if I can make a little. Let's get it. Uh, let's get it. Uh, I like it. But I'm with you. And I love the idea. This is one of the things that we do. It's not just this week. It's every week. Like it's the narrative. It's the story. It's mm-hmm. what it is that, what is my lineup telling me? Like, this is how the game is going to work. You're not just mm-hmm. randomly throwing guys in there you're saying this is going to happen so i'm going to play this guy and because of this i'm going to play these things so that continues here in showdown and i think with that mike clay time for lineups let's get to our showdown lineup our one and only showdown lineup of the season yep so this is uh more of a conservative one right i'm trying to beat you here with this one so this is more of a a conservative way to look at it so i have uh, i have four eagles my story is the eagles win this one Mm. i'm going uh jalen hurts in the captain okay i have dallas goddard and Quez Watkins, so I had to punt somewhere. I want Quez Watkins. I want to hope for that long touchdown. Eagles defense as well, so I'm thinking they can maybe create some turnovers, get a couple sacks, you know, hold the Chiefs in, in line a little bit. And then, of course, uh, I'm also going with the Patrick Mahomes-Travis Kelsey stack here in the flex spot. So uh, Love it. whatever Mahomes and Kelsey could do well and... And uh, this one could still be a winner. I'm it fine could, with that. Absolutely could be. I don't dislike your uh, lineup at all. Mine's oh, a little bit different. All right. You went with Jalen Hurts. I went with one of his pass catchers. I went with A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. A.J. Brown, with his salary at the captain spot, gets increased one and a half times, so it's 13800 Leaves me enough to still play Jalen Hurts as quarterback. And Quez Watkins, in case I can uh, find a little bit of extra value there. I also got Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey sticking with what works. And then I've got Justin Watson. We'll see whether or not he plays mm-hmm. this week. But I got a lot of those lower-level guys that we talked about to be able to look through as we get closer. I wanted mm-hmm. a little bit of both. I wanted a quarterback and a top pass catcher from both of them. And I realized that's probably going to be what everybody does. And then it's going to be this and this. Like, how am I going to differentiate those two spots between Quez Watkins and Justin Watson? Because everyone's going to want to have Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. Who are the guys that you are going to differentiate with? Yeah, I mean, if there's two random guys who score a touchdown in this game, you're going to need them both in your showdown lineup, right? You're going to need those those superstars like Hurts, Kelsey, Mahomes. And then you're going to need those two guys, whether it's Jody Fortson or Noah Gray or... Boston Scott, whoever it may be, you're going to need them. So you have two options here. And if Watson and Watkins both score, you're sitting pretty. I might do a full tight end lineup. Yeah. Jack Stoll, Travis Kelsey, Noah Gray, Dallas Goddard, and Jody Fortson. You'll be leaving about 30 grand on the table when you're done. (laughs) All right. You only spent 40% of the money. We also have Al's lineup. Al's tournament lineup, even though he cannot be here, he is rolling with the other Eagles wide receiver. Looks like we got some Eagles love on the show Uh today. Devontae Smith, 12,900. He's got Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Noah Gray, and Boston Scott. He's going go. with the kickoff touchdown narrative. There it is. I so love it. Yeah, again, Scott scored in three straight games. Yes, he has. So that's it. That's going to do that's it for us. Season, that friend. is the whole show. I am at Daniel Dopp on Twitter. Please, even though the season is over, we would love to still talk to you. He is at Mike Clay NFL. Mm-hmm. We got a bunch of stuff that we're going to keep doing with Fantasy Focus. We love doing this DFS show. Thank you so much for hanging out with us all year long. It is a ton of fun. Mike, thank you. Yeah. I love you, man. It's a blast doing this. We'll do it it next year. Let's do it again next year. See you then. We'll do it again next year. See you guys. 
Team falls flat, 